everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Bench. Uh, we are missing Mr. Gordon today. So we are today here with Aaron Stecker and Mr. Jeff Beeson. Mr. Beeson's just coming off the National High School Athletic Coaches Association AD of the Year finalist uh, ceremony. So we're excited to have him uh, with us here today. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. Hey, thanks for having me on. Appreciate what you guys do for uh, all ADs across the country with, yeah. with doing your podcast here. No worries. We, we enjoy it. We do enjoy Aaron? it. Scott, how you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. Good to see your face. I know. It's uh, ugly as it may be. Well. It's still mine. I, I don't think I would call it that at all. Jeff, good to have you on with us as well. I'm excited to talk to you today about your, your experience up there and learn a few things from you today. Now, is now, that now, here, this is just a fun fact, fun fact, fun fact, all three of us today on the podcast have been finalists. That is true. I did think about that. The question did would be, yeah, I did. I actually thought about that. Now, the question might be on that for our That's listeners out there. You can, you can, you can write into us via Twitter or email us yeah. about your opinion of which of the three of us, Jeff, Scott, or Aaron, were most deserving, and which one of us was the least deserving. It's like Sesame Street, like one of these things is not like yeah. the other. Well, then that, that's gonna be a resounding, like if we put that Twitter poll, it's gonna be a resounding, yeah. Scott Jarvis is a clown. No, uh, no. Jeff think, would run away with the most deserving, hands yeah, down. Yeah, he would, they would be I've seen, I've seen your guys' resumes, they don't quite uh, add up to uh, what I've done here. So I don't know about, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, that is. I, I did think about that, Scott. I tell you what, that's a it's a pretty cool award that the, the National High School Coach Association puts on, and, and the way they recognize coaches from across the country, yeah. and they fold us the, us ads into that mix as well. It's a it's a cool event for you ads out there who have never been to it, or coaches that are listening and never been to it. I would certainly highly recommend attending that conference every summer, or at least at least once or twice. Uh, it's a lot yeah. of fun. And now next year it's going to be in Iowa which will be really nice. And it'll be out at Prairie Meadows. So uh, looking forward to that. So our IGCA is working very hard to uh, put on a, a nice summer clinic and hopefully we can get the IHS ADA involved in that and our, our state associations and hopefully our you know, state colleges and universities will be, uh, be able to be involved with that too. So that'll be kind of fun to have it here right in the state of Iowa. Now, will you still be on the board next year? So you'll be an integral part of that? Yeah, I guess that's what they say anyway. <laughs> they, they haven't voted you off the board yet. It's I kind of like, feel like I kind of feel like Mikey Michael Corleone. I try to get out, but they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> you keep trying to make a run for it. I know. Just, they don't like, uh, June 18th to June 22nd. And what a better place to uh, be educated and network and then Prairie Meadows, right? Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff right there. That'd be good. Adventureland's right there. I mean. You can bring the fam, throw them oh, yeah. over to the to the adventure land and, and go and do some professional growth and some professional learning. Uh, that would be good. So the question I have for you now, Jarvis, is is with Todd here, without without having Todd here, is this BTB plus one or BTB minus one? Is it addition by subtraction? Or I don't know. I, I'm kind of, uh, I feel a little lost, honestly. Do, do we need to talk that way about Todd when he's not here? 
Oh, he'll he'll get us back. Don't worry. He's he's not here to defend himself. He's I off know. vacationing. He's a part timer. I know. Part timer to killing us, Jarvis. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, Hawaii, California. I'm just waiting for the. I mean, where where is he not going to be here? Like, a couple of weeks, he'll drop the bomb on us. He's gonna go across the pond and play some golf. Or you know, because he's got this goal to play golf everywhere. So I know. Maybe he'll I, be playing St. Andrews here in September and. Now we're gonna have to put look a little mu music montage. Where in the world is <laughs> Todd Gordon? Diego, but Todd Gordon. I don't know how we make that sound right, but yeah, that's all right. It'd be a fun game. Our <laughs> listeners can can chime in and and make a wild guess as to where Todd Gordon joined us from today. Like, it's like the Today the Show. Yeah. It is or like if you watch the Today Show out there, like Al Roker does that. You know where yeah, yeah, yeah. Al Roker. Yeah. And Todd can join us from wherever he's at in the world that week. Remote location. I'm remote. <laughs> oh, we're in a downhill spiral without him. I know. We're, we're we, see, we have no structure now. It's just, it's, it's, it's a free It's a Five free minutes into the show, and, and it's going downhill in a hurry. Oh, boy. Well, hey, Aaron, huh. how, about we, how about we pay some bills and, and thank our sponsors, and then we'll, we'll get in with, uh, with Mr. Beast in here. Nice job of getting us back on track. Sorry, I, I know I'm I'm trying to I'm 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 kind of pulling the Todd card here. That's why we're paying you the big bucks. Well, yeah. all right. Well, hey, we are blessed with some amazing sponsors here in season four. I want to take a moment and thank them and, and get you a little information about them. Uh, first sponsor we want to thank is uh, Gipper. Um, and before I get into the read part on them, I tell you what, what an exciting uh, email they sent out yesterday with their beta testing going on and and their. Gipper 2.0. Maybe we'll just talk about that a bit as part of their sponsorship yeah. today. Uh, I watched that video yesterday. Some cool stuff, you know, to edit right within the graphic right, uh, right there. You still have all the old the old editing features, but um, Gipper 2.0 coming out. For those of you that are subscribers to Gipper, I think I read August 9th. Um, we'll all have access to that beta testing to work with the, um, the new platform, new interface. So Gipper, as we've always talked about, um, always looking to improve, always looking to be cutting edge make our job as ADs a whole lot easier to, to celebrate our programs, promote our programs and our schools and our kids and coaches. So um, if you're interested in a great easy way to make a huge social impact, social media impact with your, your school about your programs and kids, we would suggest you try out Gipper. Go to gogipper.com backslash athletics and Matthew Glick and the, and the group there would get you started uh, on Gipper. Uh, some cool new features coming out. You can also catch them on the podcast arena. You can uh, search for Standout and catch Matthew Glick in their podcast. So thanks to Gipper and all their support of Beyond the Bench uh, here the past couple of years. All right, our uh, next sponsor, I'm going to take a moment and thank Hometown Ticketing for joining us for season four again this year. If you're an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful, or if you're looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games, we suggest you take a good look at Hometown Ticketing. They provide schools with everything needed to offer professional level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. They integrate industry-leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website, providing fans with a simple and easy ticket buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account, remember a password, or download an app. So you can check them out at www.hometownticketing.com. Uh, again, that's hometownticketing.com. You can check them out for individual game tickets, customized season pass programs. Um, they are there to put together your entire ticketing platform. They've been great to work with. I'm working on a season pass and a, and a, 
and a punch pass with him. And uh, JT has been my rep working with me. He's been fantastic. So thanks to Hometown Ticketing for all your support of, of ADs, not just in Iowa, but across the country. And one of our new sponsors, uh, excited to have Superfan join us as a, as a season sponsor this year as well. As the leader in the industry, Superfan, Superfan has spent the last 10 years innovating and changing how schools approach fan engagement, ticketing, fundraising, and more. The Superfan platform includes our customized app. Make it fit your school by choosing from dozens of engagement features designed with your students in mind. No matter how big or small your school is, the Superfan platform is your all-in-one solution. Find out more or schedule a demo at superfaninc.com. That's superfaninc.com. Again, thank you to them for jumping on board and supporting BTB. I'll kick it to my friend Scott Jarvis for the remainder of our sponsors. Well, we got another new sponsor, uh, Mr. Jamie Belcher, um, is a motivational speaker and has got a lot of great um, professional development opportunities out there for, for leaders across the board, whether you're an athletic director, a coach, or a business owner. Um, Jamie offers uh, some great leadership um, examples. So whether we are a coach or an athletic director, we all want stronger, healthier cultures within our athletic department or teams. The leadershipplaybook.com can help you in this area. The goal of this online demand program is to help your athletes have a better understanding of what it means to be a more positive leader and a better teammate. Each of the hundreds of two minute video lessons come with their own discussion questions so you don't have to reinvent the wheel. The program is very insightful and flexible to meet your needs. Become a member today by visiting theleadershipplaybook.com. Our next, um, of course, and one of our great sponsors, Varsity Bound, um, just urge our athletic directors out there in Iowa to support Varsity Bound. Um, they've got a lot of great features and I know they just, um, the Iowa High School Athletic Association just put out yesterday that they entered into a, a partnership with Varsity Bound. So whether it's their ticketing, um, whether it's uh, working with them on uh, anything that we possibly can, uh, please uh, support Varsity Bound in anything that you do. And our last, and newest uh, member of our uh, BTB team is GOAT Fundraising. So if you need efficient and effective fundraising, please reach out to GOAT Fundraising and uh, they will help you out and give you a great platform to raise money for your athletic department. Whew. Great support, great people. Yeah. We're uh, excited to have all of them on board with us. And again, they are all of them are in the business of making our lives easier, making our lives better, and having an impact on our kids, our coaches, and our schools. So I um, encourage you to look into one and or all of them if you've got the opportunity. And thanks for sponsoring Beyond the Bench. All right. Whew, all right. Jeff, thanks for being with us, man. We appreciate you. And uh, first of all, just tell us a little bit about your experience. And again, congratulations. I know I said it to you before. I was... I've been lucky enough now to, to present to, you know, uh, AD of the Year Finalist Award to Aaron and now to Jeff Beeson, who I, you know, both of you, I think very highly of both of you. So it was really an honor to, to, to be in the position of being the AD chair for the National High School Athletic Coaches Association and, and be able to present those awards to both of you. Um, that was super meaningful for me. So just tell us about your experience and, and what it meant to you. Yeah, well, I was very fortunate, obviously, to, to be honored. It's a tremendous honor. There's a lot of great 80s in the state of Iowa, yet alone uh, the nation. So being the top eight 
um, of that is is a, is very humbling and a and a great honor uh, for myself. But just the whole week itself was was great uh, to be able to connect with the the seven finalists that were there from the AD associations uh, was great to you know ask some ideas and pick their brains about some of the things they do, some of the challenges we have maybe in Iowa that are different in uh, Florida or Michigan, um, North Dakota, wherever they may be. Um, was, was great to be able to connect with them and, you know, just listening to them talk about the, the things they talked about in their topics um, or some of the things that we can do here. I mean, Mark Armstrong at Lincoln Southwest talked a lot about um, growing coaches and doing some different uh, professional development for coaches. And that's an area uh, we're trying to do and, and trying to get better at that moving forward. So that's a, that's a guy I'll be reaching out to here shortly to try and figure out uh, what we do, but just the overall uh, overall program in general, to have a chance to talk to not only ADs, but also different coaches, different vendors that are there. Lincoln was a, was a great place to, to be able to have this event. And the NASCA put on a great uh, Hall of Fame night, as well as the uh, banquet for all the end of the year awards there too. It was just a, just a, a fun week uh, to be around a bunch of different people uh, that all share the same goal of mine of trying to help kids. Yeah, yeah. it is a fun event. And as Aaron said, as we started the show, if, if you have the opportunity to attend, it, it is a great conference. So I, I would I just echo what Aaron had said earlier. It's just it's a, it's a great to be around like-minded people who believe in the mission and vision of education-based athletics. I'm curious, well, I, Jeff. I think you said it, Scott. I mean, next year, it's it was in Lincoln this year, which is an hour away for me. It's going to Des Moines next year. It's two hours away. Um, <laughs> the National AD Convention that happens in December is going to be farther away than any of these opportunities we have here. So to, to have two, three, four days, whatever you can commit to, to, to get better um, as an AD as also a, a chance to network and learn from some other people in a, in our own state next year, June 18th to June 22nd, what a slam dunk opportunity for uh, professional development for sure. Yeah. What, uh, what do you present on when you're out there, Jeff? What was your topic? Because you've got a myriad of things you could have talked about. I'm just curious what you picked. Yeah, I, we, we talked a little bit about the, creating a culture of excellence, just what we've been able to do over the last uh, 10 years here in Glenwood, um, trying to make athletics a big deal and the different ways we've gone about trying to do that. So we talked a little bit about social media. We talked a little bit about uh, raising money to, to build new facilities, uh, the importance of hiring and trying to find people that fit your mission and vision for what you're trying to do. Um, those are kind of the main three topics and then just got into a little bit of the, the leadership class we do and the 12th letter award honor that we, we give out to kids and our Ironman club t-shirts in the summer for uh, meeting certain goals for summer lifting. Those are kind of the main seven, eight topics, I guess we talked about. I had to follow Scott up the day after he talked about social media. So he took my, took half of my presentation the day before. So, uh, hey, wait a minute. Now, Hey, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't just me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was fun. That was, uh, as you can imagine, Aaron Jeff had a great presentation. Um, you know, you know, Guy Fridley from North Dakota. You know, um, Fred Smith actually from Michigan won the AD of the Year, who's very deserving. I mean, that's the sad thing about that. You know, is have final eight, and then that you have to pick one. And uh, there's so many deserving ADs, and but Fred's been around a long time. Mark Armstrong, another rock star AD. I mean, we had two literal legends 
in that oh, pool yeah. this year. Um, I mean, either one of those two guys could have won and it, you know, would have meant the same. I mean, it, those yeah. are just, it's just crazy. It was, and, but so many great ideas were shared. I, I enjoyed Jeff's presentation was awesome, you know, and, and just developing culture and what that all includes. And he, I thought he did a great job of encompassing that everything, like not just one component, that how everything is so interconnected and how as an athletic director that you can orchestrate that and you can create something awesome. And it doesn't matter if you're at a school that's a, a an A school, uh, you know, a 2A school. You, and, and I think Jeff kind of mentioned like, make the big time where you're at. And I think that, uh, I think that resonated with a lot of the ADs we had there. Cause you know, there was ADs from really, really small schools to huge, very large schools. And so I thought his presentation was awesome. I, I really appreciate it. And, and, you know, obviously probably a little bit uh, biased, but, you know, I think Jeff does an awesome job. Well, the one, the one thing I talked about a little bit, uh, Aaron, is just, you know, when, we, when you say culture wins, you just assume you're winning all the time, right? But winning doesn't necessarily have to mean you're winning state champion after state championship after state championship or conference championship or district championship or whatever. I mean, sometimes a winning culture is, you know, keeping all your kids out. It's being able to play a full schedule. It's being able to get your community involved with what you're doing, whether you're you're right, Scott, class A, class 5A. I mean, we're all in different boats. And from year to year, things may change. Yeah, we'd like to every year compete for a state championship, but sometimes that's not our reality or that's not possible. So then how do you make it a big deal for your kids? And how does your culture continue to maintain or sustain when not necessarily competing for a state championship each year? You know, you can still have a really good culture, whether you're winning or not. You know, the goal is obviously to win, but how do we get there? And then how do we stay there? You know, is, is sometimes the, the challenge. You know, it's I think it's easy to start at the bottom and get to the get to the middle part or get closer to the top. But then how do you stay at the top and keep trying to get higher and higher and higher? You know, that's the, that's the challenge. I think we're we're all at. Um, how do you kind of stay there and continue to make your programs the best they can be. Yeah. You know, I, I think you bring up some great points there, um, Jeff, when it comes to culture, because here's the thing, we all know this being in high school, being high school ADs, man, the, the talent pool it, it will ebb and flow. I mean, there's just some years, you always have great kids coming through. I mean, I don't care what people say out there about high school kids. You go to any high school in the state of Iowa around the country, there are great kids in the school in terms of high character, um, high integrity, want to, want to make the world a better place type of kids. Um, but the athletic talent can ebb and flow. For me, it's all, your culture is always, it, it defines the experience and, and, and the growth and what, what your kids are going to get out of and take with them long-term through the rest of their life from being engaged in your programs, regardless of what the win-loss record is going to be. If your culture ebbs and flows with your talent level, you don't have a strong culture. You're just riding the wave of talent or not talent. You're what your kids experience and what they take with them the rest of their life should be the same, whether you're four and 17 or 17 and four. Um, and, and that's Jeff, I know that's what you work so hard for there at Glenwood. Uh, anybody who's followed your journey there and knows who you are, knows what you're about, knows that those Glenwood kids are getting a great experience first and the rest, is, and, and that's the most important thing they're getting. And the rest is, is gravy or icing on the cake. Um, and you're getting an awful lot of that these days too. You've got some great kids and coaches working hard to do some great things there. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. We've been, we've been very fortunate. We got kids that like to work hard. Uh, we got coaches that care about kids and it's uh, I guess up to me to make sure I don't get in the way and uh, mess, <laughs> mess stuff up. So yeah. Uh, we, we all strive. We all strive for that, Jeff. Right, I hear you. <laughs> Sometimes that's the hardest thing we do is get out of the way. Yeah. Uh, I, I I find that a, a struggle for me sometimes, just getting out of the way and letting good things happen. So yeah, no doubt. Well, congratulations again, uh, Jeff, on that experience. I know one people who listen to you speak there are going to go back and take things from you and make their programs better. I also know you're going to implement things you learn there and. And, and make things better for the folks at Glenwood. And, and I also know that with your role with the state AD board and stuff, now you're gonna have a bigger influence on ADs across the state. And I'm looking forward to that as well. So we're gonna jump into our four questions with you here while we got you on Jeff and uh, see what we can learn from you here. So we're gonna start um, with the big question. Um, talk to us about your why. Um, and maybe that's a little bit about why'd you get into the journey of being an athletic director? What, what led you in that direction. But then I suppose more importantly, uh, alarm clock goes off in the morning. You're probably one of those people who doesn't need an alarm clock. You're so energetic and so excited. You wake up without an alarm clock, but when your feet hit the floor, what drives you through your day? Isn't there an internal alarm clock that goes off in everyone's head at about five? <laughs> like we got to go, right? Yeah. We got to do yeah. go time. It's go time. Okay. Um, My, uh, my wife has a different alarm clock, so we don't always see eye to eye in the morning when that happens. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ready to go at six, and our my kids are not quite ready there. So that's yeah, a, a struggle, but that's the reality of it. So, um, but Aaron and Scott, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch base on the why. Um, I was fortunate to play for four Hall of Fame coaches in in Harlan growing up: um, Coach Degas, Coach Osborne, Coach Blatt, and uh, Coach Carson's. And those four guys really had a big impact on me. Um, but coach Osborne had a son that was in my grade and I was around him a lot. He was the AD there at the time, head basketball coach. And I just really enjoyed, uh, one him coaching me, but also being around him as an AD and what he did. And so, uh, he was part of the reason I wanted to get into, to being an AD. I also knew I probably had to teach before I could do that. Um, and I had a really good business teacher that I enjoyed as a coach, as well as, uh, um, as a teacher. And so I went the business education route and wanted to be an AD because of, you know, those two people, as well as all my coaches that I had over the years, you know, we, we all maybe joke about this or people are like, Hey, I want to, I want to be an AD and just uh, supervise games. I'm like, yeah, it's, yeah, that's fine. But there's a little bit more to just uh, being an AD and supervising games and holding up the walls uh, on Tuesdays and Friday nights. Right. So um, maybe I thought some of that too, when I, when I watched him or when I did whatever, and I found out the hard way jumping in what it was all about, but those guys really got me started uh, in terms of why I got into education. And that's really why my why is now is to try and give back or to uh, have an impact or make a difference on kids because of the people that had an impact and made a difference on me. Um, I, I got into this job because of those people and I want to try and give back to our kids that we have every day. Um, yeah, we want to win. We want to try and uh, be the best at all we do, you know, but if we can change one kid from, you know, maybe a negative experience or doing the wrong thing and change them to doing the right thing, or you get those emails or things back uh, five, 10 years after kids are gone and said, Hey, you made a difference for me and changed maybe the path I was going or allowed me to do something different. What I thought I couldn't do. Uh, 
those are really the why we do what we do. Those are the feel good stories. Um, we've been fortunate to win a couple of state championships here at Glenwood, and, and those are great. Um, you know, but I would I would trade the hey, you made a difference for me, and you were great for me as an AD or a great leader, and really showed me the way. Um, I trade that experience for probably those state championships just because that's that's why we do what we do. You know, we can't control the winning at all times. And that's one of the things I say to, to parents, maybe when they're upset, I, I can't control the, the wins and losses. Right. But I can hopefully control the positive experience that your kid has. And when that's not going well, then I feel like I'm failing and I need to do a better job. Um, but when the kids are having a positive experience, that's really what we're what we're striving for. So kind of a long answer there, but that's uh, yeah, that's, that's really what it is. You know, the funny thing is I did my student teaching at Newell Fonda with uh, um, Brian Wilkin, who was uh, national coach of the year for yeah. football as well. I, I wasn't with him, but I was in the same building. And I had a lot of conversations with him. Also, I was at Alta, another small school up by Storm Lake when I was going to Buena Vista. It was boring. It was it was doing the same thing every hour, right? You're just teaching kids. You're standing out in front of kids. You're doing some different things. I, I just wanted to be, I wanted something more. You know, I wanted to be an AD as fast as I could because I liked uh, what I thought was fast paced, high tempo, you know? So I really went to Northwest Missouri State, did a grad assistant after BV, uh, coached in college basketball, thought that was maybe what I wanted to do. Dean of Students job came open at Glenwood, hadn't taught, I coached a little bit and happened to get it. And then after a year, our activities director leaves and I happened to slide over into his office and here I am 10 years later. So it's, it's, a, it's a unique story because it's not really by the book. Um, and so when people say, how do you, how do you do what you do or how did you get there? Well, it's probably not going to happen for you, but here's how you should go about it. So uh, <laughs> kind of interesting. I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at, but I've had a lot of great people impact my life, uh, to help me get to where I'm at. And I'm so thankful for those people every day. Yeah. All right. I got a follow-up question, Jarvis. So I jump uh -oh, in. Uh -oh. Dang it. Dang it. We, you know, we need to work on like a little, like, like little sound bite, like ringtone type of thing that we push a button and it makes us like this little sound, this little song that, you know, follow-up question coming. Um, so that list of coaches you, you mentioned to start with, Jeff, is like a who's who in coaching in the state of Iowa. Um, I'm curious, I'll put you on the spot here with this question. What's, what's one lesson from one of those four coaches that just resonated with you that you probably hear in the back of your head more than once a week um, as you're going through your day-to-day -day life? Oh boy. Um, I'm going to come back to that because I'm going to think about it as I talk. I guess the one thing that I just didn't want to let any of those guys down. I mean, I had such respect for those guys to where you never wanted to mess up. And it wasn't a fear of failure. It was just, I remember coming to the sideline in a football game and I read the complete wrong key. And of course they, as a safety, they scored a touchdown, mm -hmm. you know? And I remember the conversation on the sideline and it probably wouldn't be the same today as it was, uh, 15 years ago, but <laughs> I, just, just, uh, I just had such respect for those, for those guys, you know, and that's, that's uh, a testament to who they are and how they coach and the relationships they were able to build. Um, so if it's one thing, it's, it's getting to know kids and it's having that respect um, both ways mutually to where you want to play so hard and so well to where you never let someone down. And we were fortunate enough to, to win a lot of games. Um, but I truly believe it was because our, our teammates and my teammates and kids believed in that, but also our coaches kind of expected that and led by, 
led by that and the tradition of excellence um, all played into that. So I guess the respect thing would be the big thing, uh, yep. building relationships. We talk about that every day uh, in Glenwood. I mean, I don't, I used to, when I hired coaches, hey, like, tell me what you know, X's and O's. I want to make sure you're qualified. And now I don't even talk X's and O's. I want to make sure you know how to, how to build relationships with kids because if you can't relate to them, it doesn't matter what you know, right? Yep. So yep. we got to, they got to know that you care first before they know how much you, how much you know. Um, back yep. to the old thing. I would thing. agree. I would agree. All right. Thanks, Jeff. All right. So next question, Jeff, is what do you feel you do really well? And, and I feel like you do a lot of things well, but what's one thing that you do at Glenwood that you're like really proud of? Like, this is something I think Glenwood does, you know, really ab above, you know, above all else. Oh, that's a tough question. I, I would say my philosophy is I try to make everything a big deal. What, and whatever that is, whether that's our kids winning, whether that's our kids uh, walking down the hall, um, you know, whether that's helping all my coaches do everything, all the managerial stuff so they can just go out and coach. Um, because I think if, if we can be organized enough and take care of the little things, the, the big things will, will have opportunities for those big things. And so um, from, a, from a coaching standpoint or an AD standpoint, you know, trying to help them out so they can coach, um, you know, but then from a kid's standpoint, trying to provide every opportunity for them to be successful and try and make that a, uh, try and make that a big deal, um, for all kids. So we, we try and highlight a lot of things. We, we promote as much stuff as we can. We're, we're big on social media because I think that motivates kids that, that allows us to, as stealing the saying from Scott, tell our story, um, yeah we want to try and tell people what's what's going on here why it is a good place to be and, and what our kids are doing and we got great kids so we're trying to reward them uh and promote them in, in all that they do thank you good stuff i say that was a that could have been a pit like a like a like a fall into the pit and never find the way out you asked jeff Beeson what he did really well that could be a really long conversation because jeff does a lot of stuff really really well um yeah on that all right third question number three what are you focusing on to be better at? And I know you're always you're a you're a lifelong learner type. You're always picking people's brain, wanting to know what's going on, what are they doing, and how can you incorporate that? So what is it you're focusing on, maybe heading into the 21, 22 school year to be better at uh, as Jeff the AD? Yeah, you know, I just talked about it. I, I try and do all the managing stuff from our coaches to allow them to coach. Um, you know, when I, I listened to the uh, AD at Waverly last week, and it really resonated with me of, you know, we do so much managing, but really, is that what we're supposed to be doing? We're probably supposed to be um, leading and motivating and challenging um, and growing um, our coaches. So as I move forward into this would be year 10 for me, it's maybe to step aside from some of the managing stuff and try and get into more of the the leadership stuff and the growing and challenging coaches because as a leader myself like I, I want to be better and all that I do right and I have coaches that want to do the same thing but they need to be challenged in the areas maybe they aren't good at or um, challenged to be better in the areas that they they are good at so for me it's it's personally for our department and what I do it's, it's going to be trying to grow the people um, and what they do and be better at that kind of at, at what they do. So that would be a professional development goal as we move forward. We, we try and focus on and 
the the national convention hit on hit on some of those and i listened to mark talk about professional development for coaches and some of those other guys in terms of what they're what they're doing and it's all it's all great stuff so i need to i need to get to work and start implementing some of that stuff and keep making our coaches the best they can be so we can continue to help kids moving forward good stuff thank you all right our, our last question here for you jeff what advice would you give to a young Jeff Beeson, fresh out of college? You know, what would you go back and tell that young Jeff Beeson to set him straight on a better path earlier? Yeah, maybe listen to a lot of people around you. Um, just don't think you have it all. It's, 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 I've never really said it's my way or the highway, but I'm pretty maybe stubborn, I guess, in the ways that I want to go about doing something because I, I feel it's, uh, it's a it's a good way of doing that and it's, there's a there's a million ways to do things right just got to find the right way um to do that so i guess as i've i've done this for maybe 10 years i, I try and listen to other people that have done it and figure out ways that i can incorporate that back um to me you know i guess an example would be i went to phoenix on the national convention on the scholarship through the ihsada which is a great opportunity i went into the vendor hall I saw that score vision scoreboard there. That was $150,000. Looked at it. I'm like, wow, that's fancy. Saw the price tag and I just kept walking. That'll never happen in Glenwood because we're not going to do it. We don't have the money uh, or don't need to do it. We're not going to waste our money there. Fast forward two years, I put in new score vision video boards in our gym. Um, you know, so it's just being reflective a little bit. If you really want to make something happen, find a way to do it. Um, don't allow one obstacle to say that doesn't work for me. Or we can't do that at Glenwood. Um, they're they're bigger than us, so they do it that way. That's that's yeah. not the case. There's a there's a way to do it. You just yeah. got to find out how you can go about doing that. So yeah. uh, that would that would be a couple things, I guess. As I that's a tough question to think back. I was you guys got to remember I was 24 years old when I was hired to be the 3AAD in Glenwood, and people were probably like, "Who in the heck is this guy?" And, <laughs> What are yeah. we doing hiring him? Um, yeah. And I don't blame him. I would have probably said the same thing. So uh, I'm very, I'm very fortunate to be where I'm at because of the people that were around me. Um, I continue to try and learn from the best people out there. I got a lot of respect for both of you guys, Aaron. I listened to your uh, either your incoming president speech or your outgoing president speech, and you talked about time and balance. Um, and in that, I was in year maybe four or five, and only one kid maybe at home, and like man, he's, that's, uh, that's a guy who's done a long time and he's still fighting that balance. Um, but I think it's real. I mean, cause we can work for 60 hours, 70 hours a week if you want to, but you also got to have the balance and be around your family. Cause those are the memories that, uh, in the time you'll never, never get back. And then Scott, uh, I've told you, I've stolen a lot of stuff or borrowed a lot of stuff from when, when you were at Newton, I've copied a lot of the things when you went to Ankeny Centennial, um, I appreciate what you've done for the AD profession. I, I don't know how you do it with all the committees and all the things you're on, um, but you can do a great job with, with all that you're a part of, but well, but I, I got great appreciation for both you guys. I'm not just saying that because I'm on your podcast. Um, I've, I've always, I've always felt that with that. Checks in the mail, Jeff. What's that? Checks <laughs> in the mail. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Um, but I, that's someone asked me, why do you enjoy what you do? Well, one, every day is different. But two, every time you talk to another AD, it's a chance to relate and network and learn um, 
and grow because we're all we're all trying to do the same thing, but we all go about it maybe a little different way. Um, your parents are different than mine, but they're both they're all parents. Your coaches are different than my coaches, but we're all coaches. Um, I'm different than you, but we're all ADs with the same goal in mind. So we're all trying to learn and do it. It's just a matter of how that uh, how that works and plays out. So long answer there. I apologize. Oh, but no, no, it's that was perfect. Um, I do appreciate both of you guys. It's maybe a good thing Todd's not here because I don't appreciate him. Just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> Todd was a basketball coach. Todd was basketball coach at Harlan on the girls' side when I was going through. So that's my first encounter of of Todd and him and coach Osborne were college, uh, college buddies. So, I mean, yeah. that's a, that's a three-way Harlan connection that goes way back. So yeah. awesome. good, good guy there for sure as well. Yes, for sure. It, it's interesting. Cause of course I was going to come up with one more question asking you talked about that balance piece. And I was, you know, one of the major reasons why we developed this podcast, uh, one of our primary goals was to, to maybe focus on younger ADs and, and have conversations that might help them get through that first three to four or five year grind and yeah. keep them in the business. Um, what would you say you've learned regarding that balance that's made a difference that's gotten you to year 10 versus you at maybe year four or five going, yeah, I can't keep doing this. Yep. Well, I'm not going to let my wife listen because she would say I'm terrible at all of it, but she yeah. really says you need to shut down or you need to lock in once you get home and, and yeah. put away the AD brain and put away that and be, be present with your kids and your family and all that's going on. And it's, it's hard to do when your team's on the road, right? You're trying to tweet updates and you're trying to share information out and yada, yada, yada. Well, before you know it, it's nine o'clock and your kids are going to bed and they're in bed. Now it's nine 30 and the game's over with. And you've spent the last two hours trying to update fans and do all that. So um, delegating stuff to people that, that you, uh, you know, have confidence in to be able to do the job that you do. I mean, anyone can hit retweet, right. Or post, yeah. uh, post stuff, you know, so share, share some of the workload um, delegate out the nights that you're, you're there. You know, I, I thought I had to do it all. Well, now I need to, if I'm gone four nights a week, I need to give one of those up. I need to at least be home. Wednesdays are usually a given Sundays should be a gift. Um, and find one other night to at least be around. And now as your kids get a little older and they start playing things now, it's even harder, you know? Yep. So being, being organized up front, trying to get that stuff organized so you can delegate and, um, share some of that. Um, but the other thing coach Osmo would tell you, go home, right? The work's going to be there in the morning. Nothing. There's not a whole lot of things that need to happen or get done right now that you can't do the next day and the next day. And I'm an email guy. I mean, it's, if I have more emails in my inbox, it drives me crazy. But the reality is I just got back from vacation. Right. So come back. I, I deleted a few emails when I was there. I emailed a couple things out, but 150 emails. Well, yeah. it's going to take me three days to get through that. Right. I could stay in my office till midnight tonight. I probably still want to be done. So yeah. you just, you got to get away from it. You got to get out. Um, I am worried about the profession moving forward. I, I see 77 new ADs stand up last year at the state convention. It's, uh, it's alarming. And we as ADs need to take care of one another. Hopefully our administration continues to uh, appreciate the job we do and, and tries to take care of us the best we can with all the nights and all the other responsibilities. But I worry about the guys that Mitch Osborne, who did it 35 years. I don't know if that's the reality of the profession anymore. There's just so much going on. Um, yeah. our, our kids have so much to do. So somehow we gotta, we gotta stick together. We gotta bond we gotta, we gotta network accordingly. 
the mentorship stuff the IHSADA is doing, I, I think is good, but yep. we have all been new ADs and we all got to relate back to when we were and yeah. the struggles we had. We got to reach out to other people and, and make sure they, they don't just throw it in because of everything that's going on. It's, it's a busy job, but it's also very rewarding. And I don't, I can't imagine doing, doing anything else. Yeah. Good stuff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. No problem. Well, we, we appreciate you being with us, Jeff. And, uh, and I know we'll, we'll just reiterate the fact of how highly we think of you and the job that you do. So thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate the, appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit about Glenwood, uh, yeah. share a little bit about my past. Once again, I appreciate what you guys do for the, uh, for the profession itself. And hopefully we can continue to, to be better at all that we do and bring people along just the way uh, you guys have brought me along. Anytime. We'll, uh, we'll do it. We'll keep doing that together. All right. Thanks, Jeff. Scott, how are we going to wrap this thing up? I got a wrap-up thought. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm all you for it. Sign? All right. Well, here's my wrap-up thought. And honestly, this, that's why I had to steal it from you. Um, I want to take a second. We, we talked about the National High School Athletic Coach Association and, and the great conference they just put on that Jeff was a part of and we've all been a part of in the past. Um, I want to take a moment, Scott, uh, and and recognize you for that. That is one of those things. I don't think a lot of people understand what you do behind the scenes on that and how you make that thing work um, on top of all the other stuff you do. So Scott, I'm gonna take a moment and say thank you on behalf of all the ADs out there and the coaches who are also part of that because you do a lot of stuff beyond just the AD um, segment of that convention there. Um, you make professional development possible for a lot of folks, for a lot of us, Scott. So I'm gonna take a second and say thank you for providing the experience that Jeff just got to have that I've got to have and so many people benefit from uh, year after year. You are a warrior and a workhorse when it comes to that kind of stuff. So thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate that. So with that, what is, is this? We never really said, is this season four, episode three? Is this episode yes. three? Well, that's going to be well, a wrap. Are we counting the bonus episodes? Is, I, I, we, nah, these, they, those are... Those are just added snippets, bonus episodes. But you know what, though? I, had, I did two while I was at uh, the national convention, and I had Fred and Bill Fitzgerald, and those were super fun. I really enjoyed doing those. I'll have to, I've got to get on one here the next week or two to get one done before school starts. But uh, those will be a lot of fun. I hope you'll catch those also. Uh, I know we just pushed out the one with uh, Bill, didn't we, here the last yeah, day or two? Yeah. Yeah. haven't had a chance to listen to that one yet, but you can go to a, go to Twitter or catch that um, and, uh, and listen to that conversation Scott had. Um, well, that'll do it. Season four, episode three, that'll wrap things up. Thanks to Jeff for joining us. Scott, thanks for organizing this thing and put, and put together for us. Um, for all you guys out there as ADs listening, getting ready to gear up for the 21-22 school year. Um, I know there's a party out there going, whew, do I have the energy to get going again? Yeah. Um, but you've got a lot of kids and a lot of, a lot of coaches and a lot of parents who are ready for an exciting year and, and are looking for something bigger and better this year. And, and we're all part of the trigger that makes that happen. So let's find that energy uh, to get 21, 22 going off uh, with a bang for our kids and our coaches and our communities. With that, best of luck as you start your year. Scott, good to see you again. Yeah, good to we're going to sign off from uh, episode three here. Be blessed.